But if I was like, you know what? I so want to fuck you. I could see <laughs> fucking you like up to like seven times. Have you ever been and that like, honest with someone? Hell yeah, and it works. <laughs> it works. Welcome back to the podcast, guys. We are your hosts, Natasha. And Steph. Back with another episode, like every week, okay? Um, and we have a special guest. Okay, Welcome Carlos. Carlos. <laughs> Before we get to know the Carlos, we do want to thank you guys for all your support. You guys have been amazing. Like, we hit two years, and you guys have been supporting us for two yeah. years, which is crazy. Um, shout out to our new followers, our new subscribers. Yeah, if this is your first time listening, yo, tune yeah, in, shit, keep yeah, up. Shit. Don't let me tell you that. You know, hopefully this is not your last time listening. <laughs> <laughs> also, tell a friend. Tell your side piece, tell the host, tell the kids at this point. Your situation. Don't tell the kids. Don't tell the kids. Um, but yeah, tell everybody. Everybody, you know, um, but yeah, thank you. We appreciate you guys so much. Uh, so, like, Carlos, state your name, uh, social, all of the your info. <laughs> Every day. <yes. laughs> so, my name is Carlos Jesus Martinez Dominguez. I, I even have three more to go along with that. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, real? Uh, like a non-cortez kind of thing. Kind of. It's Carlos Jesus Martinez Dominguez, Figs, Figaro, and Fyro. And we were talking a moment ago about graffiti. Mm-hmm. Those are like my graffiti aliases. Oh. Um, do, you, do you, like, write all of that or do you just initial all of that? Um, no, I hardly ever write it all out. I do write the for Carlos Jesus Martinez Dominguez. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll drop figs. There's a story attached to why I use such a long name. That's I, I was going to ask you, do you your introduce yourself like that to everyone? Or? I do. I do nowadays, kind of. Um, but it started off with like me being pissed off um, at the term Latino, which we kind of already hit yeah. on before but expand expand yeah, for, yeah. for my people I mean, in the back that don't be listening yeah. <laughs> i mean you know it's a long conversation and I'm, I'm i'm happy that we're at a time where a lot more people are kind of analyzing it and asking if those questions kind of make sense um but about 10 years ago i was telling you this story i feel like i'm telling the same story again. Mm-hmm. and they um, haven't heard it don't yeah, worry about yeah, it. it you know like um i'm going through like a 10-year period of um I'm, I'm celebrating anniversary. Uh, Ten years ago was the first time I ever showed art, like in a museum. Congrats, because we you. just celebrated our second year. You know, it's not ten, but we feel you. Nice, <laughs> dope, yo. So, you know, um, what happened was about ten years ago, I got into the, some weird conversation. I'm gonna make it a fast story instead of a long, drawn out story. <laughs> right. but, uh, I got into a conversation with some curators, and they asked me. You know, they called me Latino. They didn't. A- they didn't ask me like, "Hey, are you Latino?" Mm-hmm. And you know, like. I normally don't respond to that term. I know what you're trying to say. It's just that I'm an asshole that needs to like make that a point of conversation, you know? Okay. So I'm like, no, I'm not Latino. And they were pretty much like, oh, I'm sorry. Are you like Indian or Arabic? And I'm like, nah, I'm Dominican and I'm Puerto Rican. And they were like, oh, well, explain this. You know what I'm saying? So I explained where I was coming from. Um, and That's nice that they wanted to learn. Yeah, they did want to learn. And then, but the thing was, then, you know, to make a long story short, I get invited to the next biennial for the museum, which is a big show they put on every two years. And they kept calling me Latino, even though they became interested in my work because of the subject matter in terms of me not calling myself Latino. Mm -hmm. So as a joke, I told them I was trying to be an asshole. But did you find that disrespectful, though? I, I kind Even though of you kind of explained yourself and you told them I don't. I found this somewhat disrespectful right. and I find it disrespectful on a personal level. I find it disrespectful because I already told you I don't want to be right. identified True. that way. Yes. On a historical level, I find it disrespectful because we're in the age of decolonization, a new wave of decolonization. Um, we're all Dominican. I'm half Puerto Rican. There's lots of movements in our cultures to reach out to our African side, um, to to further our ourselves away from white supremacy, that term is a very white supremacist term. You oh, know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. Um, Do you like Hispanic or tampoco? No, I don't. No, so Should I tell the joke? I mean, sure, you know, sure. the, the, the thing between Hispanic and Latino that, or Latinx even, because to be honest with you, even though my solidarity is with people that have more than one identity, right? Like mm-hmm. we're talking about queer people that wanted yeah. to change the X because of language. Mm-hmm. What, 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 what disappoints me about that is it's coming out of a community that's normally very woke, right? Mm-hmm. Like steps ahead of us in yeah. terms of thinking about these things. And they chose a very, very limiting term to 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 expand on so latin x 
a language, a European language, the language that happened to give birth to the other Romance language, Spanish, French, and commit genocide on a whole continent. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, do we ask ourselves these questions? Why are we calling ourselves this? So we left Hispanic, which means pertaining to Spain, because we know that we're more than just the, the remnants of Spanish colonialism, Mm -hmm. but then we joined Latino. And to me, it sounds like a weird kind of joke. Like, don't, don't dare call me the product of Spanish rape. I am the product of an orgy of European rape. It's like, (laughs) it's like you just want to be diverse in terms of your European background. But what is that to say? And I've, I've had the pleasure of being around like really smart people. I won't name drop, but like I work in the arts and I will name drop the Arlene Davilas of the world, the Ed Moraleses of the world, you know what I mean? And stuff like that. And for me, it's weird that, you know, it's really coming out of academia and queer spaces, but we'll get rid of a word like Hispanic because we know it's limiting in terms of our indigenous and our African backgrounds. So what, but then what we'll, word? Me, Carlos. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, to be honest with you, Caribbean, though. Okay. Because... Caribbean means that I'm not drawing this strict line between me and a Jamaican just because of language. Mm -hmm. And we can see the platanos we eat instead of (laughs) the language we speak or the phonetics we speak Spanish in and the phonetics they speak um, English in Mm -hmm. and see the similarities Mm -hmm. in terms of the beats in our music and all of that. Oh, that's true. So it's a distinction. I'm Caribbean. You know, oh. even though I'm from North Carolina, to be honest. Wait, where, I was gonna ask you, where were you born? Like, were you born in DR or Puerto Rico? No, North Carolina. I guess. My mom and my dad smashed in Puerto Rico. Okay, and then he got um, he enlisted in the military. So I was born in North Carolina on a military base. Oh, nice. And then my little sister is born in Hawaii, and my mom literally was like, "I can't be with this boring Puerto Rican man anymore." <laughs> And she bounced to New York and married a cab Real driver. Shit. As she should, all right? Okay. Live your best life. She married a cab driver. She married a Dominican cab driver. You know? And that is a, a New York love story. And he made me hate Dominicans for a long time. What? Ay, now, but we fun. We fun. Half of you? Why? Because the example given, you know what I mean? Like, mm. imagine this kid coming out of this fucking white world, you know what I mean? Like, military bases and all of that, and coming to a place where people are like, Say hello! Say fulana! Like, little things like that. I just thought everything was so loud. And mm-hmm. then he was just so vulgar. And, like, We're not stupid. all like that. Sweetie, I'm 44 years old. I've been living <laughs> in Washington Heights since 1982. Okay. I know that. I'm glad. I'm that. glad. I'm trying to tell you my evolution of living in the neighborhood. I went through a period of time, unfortunately, where, you know, I kind of, like, um, uh, denied those those aspects. But trust me, I hated being Puerto Rican more than I did Dominican. <laughs> <laughs> did you like that you were born in North Carolina, at least? No. No. I mean, I, didn't I guess really everyone. With that I guess everyone goes through a period of self hate. If you haven't, then shout out to you. Use the real one. God's what do you favorite. tell people that tell you you're not Dominican or Puerto Rican because you weren't born? Or racing those? Because I've heard like a lot of Dominicans. They're like, oh, don't do it. Because, you know, your accent. It's like like mm-hmm. you speak great Spanish, but you you don't have an accent. I'm like I'm, I was born here. They're like, oh, but your family is Dominican. Oh yeah, you're not Dominican. You, an American. I'm like okay, cool. I have a you know I have a certain amount of understanding. I understand like sometimes people are being nasty when they pose that question or those kind of um, those judgments. Mm-hmm. But to be honest with you, I kind of understand to a certain degree. Like I look at myself and the upbringing that I had or my little sister Camille, which was born in Washington Heights, raised in Washington Heights. I see the differences I have to her okay. in terms of her Dominicanness, um, just growing up in Washington Heights. And my cousins that moved here from Dominican Republic, like how dare I say, exclaim Dominicanness mm-hmm. when I don't live in Dominican Republic and go through the problems the that struggle. my cousins that are trying to get the fuck out, mm-hmm. you know, or, or find a job in a place where there's no jobs or anything like that. So, yeah, I, I bite back when people try to, like, you know, cast those aspersions on me. But at the they same time, understand. I kind of understand we're living a different But then experience. there are people that you, you know, you don't say 
say that you're Dominican, you're like, oh, American, whatever. And they'll be like, yeah, you're Dominican. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. like, regardless, it's like, it's not a win. Like, I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't know what to say. Yeah. Like, my family's you know, Dominican. You know what pisses me off the most that happens to me a lot, even at 44 years old? So, really? for instance, yes, even at fucking 44 years old. <laughs> like, I'll go into a restaurant. Oh, dame un, un sandwich de bite, por favor. Un steak sandwich. <laughs> and I'm like... And they're speaking it's to me in English, shit. and they're speaking worse English than the Spanish I just spoke them. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? Speak to me in Spanish. Right. You know, like, I know it sounds weird, but I understand everything that you're telling me, and you can understand everything I'm telling you. So th- those are the things that kind of piss me off the most. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so let's get into you and what you do. Okay. Yes. Um, tell us about your club, because you have a club. What's the name of the club? It's called the Sneaker Talk Club. Why the sneaker talk club? Like that's and it's not about sneakers. I don't know, right? <laughs> yeah. So make that make Shout sense. out to, to JP Infante and the rest of you guys that I guess have woke conversations in this club, but I guess you can ex- expand. We try and sometimes <laughs> we do. Um and sometimes we just laugh about certain things or cry or whatever. But um uh, Sneaker Talk Club was put together by a couple of us. The one that showed the most initiative was JP um, to put together the group. Um, the Sneaker Talk Club is a club where we talk about everything but sneakers. Right, um, I saw that. I'm like... <laughs> right? And the joke comes from, you know, there was an incident that happened um, uh, more than a year ago um, where a writer accused a very well-known visual artist, a graphic artist, um, one of our most well-known graphic artists in Washington Heights of rape. And unfortunately, this isn't, you know, wasn't the first time you hear of something like that or even, you know, like inappropriateness at the least, Mm -hmm. right, amongst men in our community. And we were just having the conversation. We're like, what do we fucking do? You know what I mean? Like, what do we do as educators, as artists, as writers? You know, there's a mix of different professions and different you know, uh, community presences in our group. And we're still meeting, still trying to find out what to do, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's taken place in terms of us being a support network for each other, okay. right? Us talking I about... I, I think I saw a video you were uh, expanding on, like, Puerto Ricans and Dominicans, like, who plays the most dominoes, how Puerto Ricans have, like, uh, <laughs> a whole, like, convention kind of thing. And I was like, oh, okay, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's... Um, I do an around-the-block walk. Um, yes, that was for, what it was. Yeah, for a couple of different institutions. Um, Wait, so that situation, that rape situation, you guys basically took it as like your own kind of issue and made it like a group like you guys. Yeah, we decided to put together a group. I mean, the history of the history of gender issues and violence against women in the Dominican Republic and Dominican diaspora, even though it's not exclusive to our diaspora or our country. But unfortunately, our country has one of the highest femicide rates, for instance, Mm -hmm. of all Spanish-speaking countries. So along with this current event situation that happens with Tony Pronda, um... (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, wait, <laughs> wait, you would think uh, Trujillo and Mirabal sisters, that's like a femicide? One of the famous Yeah, it was one of the country. most famous femicides, actually. Okay. Yeah, and I'm a troll that made fun of that once. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, I wrote, on a, piece, well, I wrote are... on a piece that, you know, like the Mirabal sister story reminds me of Amber Alerts for White Girls. <laughs> but, like, why? <laughs> because, because killed three white, three... Pri- I, yes, privileged. Pretty privileged white within the context of Dominican Republic sisters and the country is in an uproar. Uh-huh. Slaughter 15,000 Haitians along the border. Nobody's going to complain. True. So it's who you kill. It's who you hurt. When there's an Amber Alert for a white girl, all our phones will go off. Mm-hmm. Black little girls, brown little girls go missing in our country all the time. And they don't even make the news. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a joke. I respect the Mirabal sisters' legacy. It's not to disrespect it. It's to talk about what we pay attention to yes. and what we don't pay attention mm-hmm. to. And sometimes the asshole gets that attention. It's like the yeah. squeaky wheel. Yeah, yeah. So That's I'll be true. that troll sometimes, you know? <laughs> but, you know, just to get back real quick, you know, we put together this group and we're like, you know, beyond, like, retweeting or resharing what women and queer folks have to say about these issues what do we do and we've started to hold different workshops so for instance our next workshop in about a week from now on um, the 11th will be on relationships and it's kind of yeah because it's not just men right this club is for anyone 
I was gonna know. ask why. What? Is this cl- no, this club is only for men, girl. No, no way. We're not invited. They're like no woman. I cannot believe <laughs> this, the sexism going on right now. No, what is? But why is it an all men's club? You don't think women go through? Of right. course, of course. Oh, they can... One of the things that we do recognize, though, is that sometimes we're not allowed the same space to talk about the same experiences that okay. we've been through that women talk about okay. a little more freely. I would agree. You know I would agree. Like, and, but that doesn't mean you got to shut us out. Like, we could... He said, y'all can tune in if y'all want, but y'all can't speak. <laughs> well, for the, next, for the next one, and I was about to say, it's the kind of a Trojan horse to talk about non-monogamy and polyamory instead of just the relationships. Because yeah, yeah. relationships is like, all right, we talk about a lot of the same stuff, but, you know, alternative modes to relationships is really what we're trying to talk about a little bit. We're doing two of them. Um, we're still kind of formulating it, but we want to have one that's just with men. Okay. And then one that we open up to anybody that wants to be part of the conversation. And we want to give men sometimes, this is my idea, by the way, and what I mean, me and JP, conversations about polyamory are weird and can be very different amongst women than they can be amongst men, especially because you have a history of men just being polyamorous anyway. It's just called unethical polyamory. You know what I mean? I.e. cheating, (laughs) which Uh women do good nowadays too. You know what I mean? So maybe we could talk a little bit about that. But normally it's just for men so that we can confide in each other and we're getting more to the point where maybe we can be brave enough to have some of these conversations in front of women also. I mean, I I wouldn't want to like participate I just want to be like a bug in that room kind of thing, like just Giggling. to hear how uh, how the other half bugger. lives. Like I think it's a know. great thing though that it's just male, just because I feel like. Do you think that male growing up, a lot of the parents are like, "No llore," or like, "You're a man, don't say this," don't or like, say that. "Don't express how you feel." Kind of yeah, thing. like they, they're pressured to not to hold everything in, and you know. Yeah, and the one that gave that to me the most was my mother. So you know, and I, I've, I've term, I've coined the term. Uh, agents, Your mother, really? agents of the patriarchy, agents of the patriarchy, because y'all perpetuate fucking like you know uh, the patriarchy also. <laughs> what? <laughs> My mother smacking me and going, "Los lo, lo muchachos no se sientan así." Oh, that's violence. That's you know what I mean. Like that's like violence against whatever queerness I had that she oh. beat out of me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like, heard it more from like dads because usually sons are like you know the mothers you know la mamá del niño whatever I don't know how to say it but they're like mothers love their sons and then the girls love their dads kind of thing. So I've always thought that the dads usually be like no llore no haga esto tú un hombre mm. el otro never the mom though. No. I mean, I've had a lot of uncles who are like, you know, in their 60s, 70s, and they typically sit like that. So I always viewed it as like, you know, like like Regular. older senior citizens kind of sit like that, not like as a queer kind of thing. And well, they just sit like that, reading their newspaper, not like, not like, you know, well, being no, that, gay. I used to, to do me, that too. Oh. <laughs> I, I just, I would be like. Comfortable, but you was just comfortable. I was comfortable and my mom, you know, she was really scared that I was gay. And mm. it's funny because my dad is a Trump supporting ex-military dude. So you would think he would totally be that. Yeah. No, my dad cries like, you know, like my dad cries to me all the time. He gives wow. me kisses. And, Absolutely. you know, being part of this men's group, I'm around so many men sometimes that like never got that. That's what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Never, ever they got never. that. But me, it's like this weird paradox where he's an asshole that I can't like really stand a lot because like he <laughs> has all like these MAGA? really vulgar patriarchal ideas. But if you know, whenever he hears that, like if I say I love you, he cries. Like the the dude is mega sensitive. Are oh. you you so you have a kid? Yeah. Are you like that with your children? All or the time. are you more like you know? No, 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 no. I've been actually I've been going through the same thing. Like I looked at Tomorrow War this morning and I cried. A stupid action movie. <laughs> like it was with uh, Chris Pratt, I think. Chris Pratt. <laughs> but Chris Pratt stupid. goes into the future and his daughter's like fighting the war. Oh, I'm totally like spoiling. Spoiler alert. <laughs> it's like daughter, dad shit, and I'm just crying and I'm thinking about global warming and I'm thinking about <laughs> not being here for my daughter when she's like trying to run to get on a raft somewhere or some Aww. shit and I started crying wow. yeah I'm very much like my dad that's pretty cool I just don't support Trump <laughs> <laughs> good same <laughs> okay 
So let's get into the relationship stuff because you know you're an expert, right? Right. No, I'm not. I an mean, expert. well, you have some experience. You know, I guess we are now part of this uh, audience now, the forty plus group. Shout out to y'all. Um, you have a question? No, hit us. Okay. So, why do you think it's so hard for men to just be friends with a woman? Like men that are in relationships or men that are single, just in general. Like, why is it so hard for them to just be friends with a woman? Let's say an attractive woman. That's what I was going to say. You had to put that part in because if you didn't put that part in... They could be friends with ugly... ugly. Of course. (laughs) And, you know, like, I'll I'll say attractive because it really is objective what we find attractive. Yes. In the eye of the beholder. So, you know, it's hard. It still is, even though I've gotten a lot better at it, because it really does come down to the idea of just respecting that person for being a person mm-hmm. and not objectifying that person. Yes. Okay. And I still deal with that. I'm not going <laughs> to lie, yo. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, Wait, like, you walk in a room and you're just like, which one would I rather? Yeah, I was like, which one would I rather, yo? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I play that game on the train. I literally, I sit on the train. Uh, no, seriously. And, and part of me, like, exercising these demons because I know this is very fucking toxic what I'm saying right now. I mean, but, but that is honest, like how how some men think and yeah. it's fine to like act on wh- who would you rather or not. Act but I know it. women that feel like this too and you're going to hear me phrasing a lot I fucked a person. And you're going to think, oh, is this dude bisexual? It's just that I phrase it that way because I think we can both, we both sexes and sexes that are in between also have a lot of the same thing. We just mm-hmm. choose to call them masculine or feminine qualities. Yeah. But I know plenty of women that like have these same. I think it's just like, of course, women do the same thing. But exactly. I think it's just when a man says it, it's probably because like most likely he will act on it. We uh-huh. would just say it and get over it. Like, it's like, it was yeah, a we game. would just, would play the same game and like if nothing happens or like if this is their stop and they gotta go it's, that's it's it fine. Like, like, man will be like so now nah, this is my stop but I'm gonna miss it <laughs> you know I, I started I started making logic out of it and maybe it's just me con Lavia right like <laughs> pero like this is the way that I started making logic out of it maybe about 10 years ago or 15 years ago I remember I'm old right like I started thinking about this like why do I always view women this way like why can't I just be friends or whatever and uh-huh. I started thinking about it I was like well we could be friends after we fuck <laughs> <laughs> because and what I mean by that is like you know the, w- how come the, not before <laughs> because there's all that tension oh and can we really be friends can you really be friends after, after? like yeah <laughs> won't there still be tension he's like, like man, I, I want to was... get to know your personality and it, depends, it depends how that sex take, um, goes down so like, you, you would just be like nah that was the first time maybe if we go again like after I, the third I, try like well then maybe we're friends that just fuck but if we achieved being friends we're friends oh right but what... <laughs> I see what you did there <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean by that is like you know like it's almost like you're, you're head is foggy like you know and, mm-hmm. and, and it's totally like the, the person's fault you should be big enough to look past that and control your shit but let's say you can't like maybe after I mean come on I don't know I'm not gonna ask y'all directly but I know plenty of people just fuck somebody for you know a couple of times and it's, it's like, been done right, that's it you know what I'm saying like so you know I mean and now finding myself as a non-monogamous polyamorous man I, I, I have sex with a lot of people I'm friends with you know what I'm saying like and it really is thinking about it in a different way, but does that does that affect your marriage at all, or is this like a like you you know what the deal is kind of thing? This is an agreement. And... She dates more people than I do. She's actually better at it than I am. Oh, of course, I have more as women should be. She, yeah, she. But you know, real quick, and we can get into that. But real quick, if I gaslighted you and lied to you to get you in bed. Mm-hmm. Then we're not gonna be friends. Sure, because you lied. I, I lied to you. I was like, yo, me and you, you put in the probably, work. <laughs> me and you can probably rock for a while. You know, mm-hmm. I see me and you, I see a future. But if I was like, you know what? I so wanna fuck you. I could see <laughs> fucking you like up to like seven times. Have you ever been and that like, honest with someone? Hell yeah, and it works. <laughs> It works. Wait, and, being honest, being dishonest works. Honest. No, honest. honest. I okay. literally said I can see fucking you three to seven times. I agree. Right, being right. honest works better than being dishonest. Because you know what, what it is. You, when you're honest like that, are you also honest that like, oh, I'm married? Do they, and women just be like, I'm down. 
I found a lot of women that actually kink it or fetishize it. Uh-huh. I, meaning, there's been a couple of times where I've been into women and I didn't want to just fuck them three to seven times. Meaning, I wanted to rock for a little bit. Okay. And they're like, nah, I just wanted to see what this shit was about. <laughs> you know, because they found it interesting. Oh, really? You married and you do this shit? Like, I kind of got feelings for you, you boo. Know, like, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not done. You know, that, that's happened a couple of times. But, okay. you know, it's like curiosity. And yeah. I don't really knock it either because it is somewhat different. But a lot of people live that way. They just live on the low. There's a yeah. lot of closeted people, yo. Do you think marriages work better like that? Like they will last longer if they were like yours? I honestly do. But you need to work on your jealousy. That's And I, y'all oh, talk okay. about that a lot. Y'all, I looked at y'all. Y'all talk about that. Yeah. But y'all talk about that as that's a natural and fuck it, I'm going to deal with it. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> deal with what? Wait. Wait, being jealous is not natural? It is totally natural, but it's not natural to like embrace it. I mean, I, Natasha fully not I embrace it, but I, I embrace it because yeah. I already know. So yeah. I would rather, you know, my partner already know what's up. Yeah, you know what I mean, so I'm letting. I'm you definitely know what's up. not. I don't think I'm the jealous type because I'm like secure in who I am, what I have, not, what I, I bring mean, to secure. the table, kind of thing. And it's like if I ever get to that part, I'm like maybe this is not for me. You know, because I don't want to be that kind of jealous person that kind of dims your light. Okay, listen, I'm not that jealous person. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not the jealous person that like, okay, if you're talking to a girl, I'm already upset. No, I I want you to be friendly. I hate a guy that's not friendly. Like, it's rude to people, especially if we're in a group and you're being mad, disrespectful, mad. I don't like that. Yeah. But also, or like who tries to kind of separate you from your friends. And it's like, yeah, like they're like, like, stay home, no salga. I hate that shit too. None of that. But I also, like, if I see you legit flirting on some extra shit, if you're really extra, I'm like, no, I'm going to be jealous. I'm a jealous person. Mm-hmm. I'm not the jealous person that will control you, but I'm a jealous person. Like, okay. I can't fucking help it. Yeah. But I'm not going to dim your light tampoco like Sean Bright. I've had, like, partners who are jealous, and I'm looking at them like, yo, you, are you that ass? Like, yeah. I would not, like, this would never cross my mind. And the fact that you are telling me, like, you see me and Fulanito on some sh- I'm like, now I'm thinking about it, because I wasn't thinking about it before, but now you have that in my mind now. So I might be thinking about it now, like, so that's, that's like, where, when I, when I, they get jealous of me and someone else's relationship, friendship, or whatever it is, that's when I start picturing it. But before, I'm like, yo, I'm all about you, like, this is all I got. You for me, I'm for you, kind of, kind of thing. But. Has she ever gotten jealous? Your wife? Well, no, we both get jealous of different things. One of the things that she got jealous at recently, which she doesn't really get jealous a lot. She's not a very jealous person in general. But then again, everybody gets jealous. Right. Something. I, I went through, and it comes to the petty question that is That's haunted. coming up. <laughs> um, but I was, I was going through sort of a breakup, if you want to call it a breakup, with somebody that I was chilling with for more than a year. And she's Dominican. Right. My wife is African-American. So there's already that cultural thing. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like, do you want one of your women? Even though she's (laughs) never said that. Mm -hmm. She's never, ever said that. And I don't I don't feel like she's been jealous in that way. But I was kind of. My wife was surprised and a little jealous about how hurt I was over the breakup. She was oh. like, I didn't know because I really couldn't stop thinking about the situation that was going on. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you had something with someone and you for a year had you felt some you felt for them. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. I felt for them. I I felt something for them. Yeah. And you were married at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, I guess okay, okay. I wasn't. And they just know physical. each other. They know each other. Oh, they're, fr- they're friends or just nah, know each other. You just... can say they're very friendly acquaintances. Okay. I mean, it's not like they chill on their own. But uh, yeah, we've gone to the beach together, all of us, and. So when that breakup happened, how do you deal with that situation? Like, are you, do you stay with your wife at home? Like, do you have your own apartment on the side? Like, how does, (laughs) how do you deal with a breakup and have a marriage? Um, uh, I think that's two questions in one. You're asking logistically, how does it work? Mm -hmm. Are you asking when I fuck? Where do they go? Is that what you're at? Right no, now? we know. So it you would go to her place. Like that. It sounds like you would go to her place, no? Or a hotel. I would go to her place sometimes. Or a hostel, okay. whatever. It she would come sometimes over? she would come to my place. Okay. okay. I have like a studio. I, I mean, I have I have a big apartment where I have an art studio as a room that's kind of like my own arcade, my little like man cave. Mm-hmm. And every once in a blue moon, she spend the night. Okay. Get up in the morning, have coffee with my wife, and play with my child. Okay, so really open mind kind of situation. And your wife was no judgment here. Was she doing the same thing? Did she have a partner at the time? 
Um, we've had partners at different times, okay. but she's had a partner before that has done similar stuff, like stayed okay. over. Did she stay over in my room? Did she fall for anyone? No, she's a lot more. You would think women would fall more because they're more no. emotional. I think men will. She's oh, a really? lot more even keeled than I am. She's um, she's a lot more kind of tranquila. Um, you would think men are more just like physical, like we hear one and done kind of so thing. So she's more go. with go with the flow, even yes. with their other partners, yes. like with her. And even with her partners, even though they do, it's weird too because they do more romantic stuff or more oh. daty stuff. Like they'll go to see a play or you know go to. Even though you they know, know all of you. the things you wouldn't do. Oh yeah, they know of me, and I don't do those things really. Like I go to Trader Joe's. If I bring you to Trader Joe's with me, I like you. It's you lit. know what I mean? Like I like you. Um, you know. I tell Natasha all the time, like, so like when you go on dating apps and you meet new people, or you're like you're trying to link, and you're like, damn, I have all these errands to run, but I also want to see them. Like you just bring them on your errand, and it's like a date. I tell her all the time. She's like, no, that's not a date. I'm like, yo, if. You can come to Target with me, and you like For you tell me, me you want to buy the, the whole Target. I mean, that's not the first date. We were talking about first. Oh yeah, dates. yeah, we were talking about first. Yeah, dates. I'm saying that's not a first date. I don't want to go do laundry with you. I don't even know you. <laughs> Why am I looking at your laundry? No, Maybe laundry not the first date, but like on the third, that's lit. Yeah. It's- yeah, well, I'm comfortable enough with you. Let's I went on a first date the other day, and I took the first date to do a bunch of stuff I had to do. But she liked art, and she met Miguel Luciano. Ooh. She went to the back rooms of El Museo del Barrio, where okay. we keep the storage. Like, meaning, I had to do work, <laughs> but, like, she was loving it. She was like, oh, my God, this is so cool. She got the you inside scoop. Like, <laughs> and then I hit that. Yeah, no, I'm just <laughs> yeah, so my question earlier was, like, how do you handle like a breakup when you're in a marriage like how do you handle that i just don't i got you like, know, you... and that's the thing i think i think it was surprising to my wife because i think she's thinking that too to a certain degree like yeah being poly is normal to us but i think she was so surprised that i was so hung up it felt like it felt like going back when i was monogamous and having a breakup um, and being like depressed or wanting to know all the answers like okay it's over but this don't make sense mm-hmm. this don't make sense tell me you know like why you know or whatever whatever you were gonna ask me a question about pettiness so, <laughs> should I? I was gonna okay cause he's ready he's like, oh, you're because it leads into that it yes, leads yes. into okay. that so unless the... you wanna ask a different question no, no, about no. that breakup well, you know the question no, no, no. that we had was um, what's the pettiest it... No. Um, have, would you ever take something back from an ex that you gave her as okay. in a gift? Or so a this gift? is the point. She insisted on buying a print. She was interested in a print of mine. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, I'll give you the print. I appreciate her because she was like, no, no, this is your work. I want to pay you. The print cost $1,000, but I was like, no, I'll give it to you for $400. She was like, fine, I'm going to give you $400. And I sold it for her to her for $400. So she has this print. Uh-huh. When all this shit happens, now, to be honest with you, like I didn't like the way she did it. She didn't communicate with me. She didn't communicate with me because I'm polyamorous. Okay. Because she thought I didn't care. But because don't you have to communicate if exactly, you're Exactly. Thank you very fucking much. Exactly. <laughs> and don't dismiss me thinking just because I'm married, I don't have fucking feelings. Right. You or know I what it don't... was when you signed up, boo, okay? <laughs> so let me rephrase this, right? Me and her seeing each other for about a year. COVID hits, right? Oof. Then she lives like a couple of blocks away from me. So we're seeing each other. We're in, in each other's bubble. Then when things start to get a little more lax, probably about like last October or so or something like that, but it's still kind of, we're still in some raw period. Yeah, yeah. She starts having a lot of visitors. Oh, my cousin's coming from DR. Then mm. she's going to Cali. Then she's coming back she's here. She's busy all of a sudden. All, all of a sudden busy. And she's calling me, yo, quiero singar, quiero singar. And I'm like, no, no. Like, busy me. I'm like, yo, you're mega busy, yo. And I'm paranoid, yeah. right? I'm mega paranoid. So a couple of weeks go by, a couple of weeks, like three weeks, maybe a month. And then I miss her. I'm not going to lie. I miss mm-hmm. her. She lives a couple of blocks away. I'm talking to her every couple of days. And I'm like, coño, yo quiero singar también. <laughs> and I call her and I'm like, yo, B, what's up? We doing this? And she's like, yeah, you know, blah, blah. And I ask her a couple of questions because I'm, you know, like I'm neurotic. Mm-hmm. And, and communication is important. I'm like, yo, what's it's up? Key. Exactly. 
I'm like, we haven't had sex in a month. Are things the same? You know, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, no, things aren't the same. And I'm like, what happened? Right? Like, <laughs> what I do? But anyway, the point was I got real mad because of how she handled shit. I'm going to cut this story short. And I was like, I want my fucking print back. I'll give you your $400 back. I don't want you to have that print. Now, listen, if I could brag for a second. Go ahead. That print, there's only 13 of them. All right? One of them is owned by the director of the fucking Smithsonian Latino Center. Another Period. one is like... Yo, it's in good collections. Okay. And here's this girl that lives on 186th Street that's not going to not gonna show it to anybody. <laughs> that, got it, that got it for a discount on top of that. Uh, more than half discount. So I'm like, I'll give you back your $400. That piece means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to have that piece because you shit it on me. You know what I mean? Like, you shit it on me. So Is, is that petty? Like, is that petty? Is. I was going to give her the money back. It is petty. I, well, like, I was going to pay her for it. I was going to give her the money back. Oh, the 400 No, it's yeah. not petty. That's it's not, not petty, petty then. Yeah, if petty would have been if you would have pulled up to her crib like, give me my sh- bag. I don't care about nothing. Give me my sh- bag. No four hundred dollars bag. Nothing and just dib. Like that would have been petty. Because I think as a person that's in that relationship, you know, uh, like the marriage that you're in, I feel like you need to understand that like not everyone knows how to like handle that. You know what I mean? But and obviously glad- communication is key. Yeah. But it's tough. Okay, I'm glad there are marriages that are like that that still communicate, that maybe go to therapy. Not saying that you guys have, but if you do, like if it doesn't work and you guys have to go to therapy, like I'm glad that we we live in in a stage where you can be open minded enough to do that. And yeah, there are people that try to you know join, (laughs) like ladies. (laughs) But it's like it's tough after some time. They probably want like the the actual husband Mm -hmm. and stuff. So it's just a communication is also tough. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. But oh, I that that's a pretty cool marriage. I'm not gonna lie. For her, shout out to your wife. That's right? number one. I like because that. Is women are more like yeah, and I like emotional. that it goes both ways. Because when we went on live, we had someone who was going like dating someone that they've been with through high school, and it was like they could be polyamorous, but she couldn't. He's a hotep then. So that's some hotep <laughs> shit, yo. So and the that's fact that traditional. it yeah. So the fact that it goes both ways, <laughs> it's refreshing and it's a breath of fresh air. And if it works for you guys, then that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw this um, this uh, this video at Eight at the Table. Shouts to them, um, where this guy says that like because his girl lets him have threesomes, he wouldn't mind if she asked him to have a threesome. With two other guys, like two guys, mm-hmm. um, would you be okay with that? Would you agree? Like, I did that. You did that. Yeah. And did it was... ruin the relationship or no? No. It made okay. it stronger, if anything. Yeah. Okay, because a lot of people were judging them. I was like, no, that's not a thing that women even fetish. Like, I think a lot of people think that women don't have those like those fetish- kind of fetishes or, or even, like fantasies. Yeah. Do y'all like what? I mean, look. I mean, it's oh man. <laughs> oh, I don't understand this shit. Like, you know. Talk your shit. <laughs> if you're a straight woman, mm-hmm. I'm assuming you like dick. I mean, and you know, most of the time you like penis. If you're straight, if you're if you're traditionally a straight, we not for the kids, okay? <laughs> Damn, not not on this episode. Is it okay to curse? No, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Hell yeah. <laughs> then if you like dick, if dick is the 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 main thing you like, wouldn't two be better than one? Wouldn't three be better than one? We're not talking about love. <laughs> We're not talking about, and even though, to be honest with you, polyamory means love. We're not necessarily talking about polysexual. And that's the thing people automatically jump to, which is funny and, oh, and a little it does offensive. Amory is like love and poly is multiple. Amoroso. So it does mean amor. multiple loves. You're right. If you break it down, yes. Pa- polyamor is more than one loves. And it took us a time, a long time to get there because at first we actually had rules where you can't love anybody else because that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. Right. But that's also stupid the more and more you like get used to the understanding of compersion. You guys know compersion? No. Enlighten us. So compersion is like the, the opposite of jealousy. Compersion <laughs> is when... <laughs> I'm being silly now just to be silly, but your, your, your boyfriend comes home and he's like... I had the greatest time ever, bro. Like, you don't understand Natasha. Yes. yes. <laughs> you don't understand Natasha. I had the best date with this chick. This chick was dope, yo. Like, we had such a good time. We went to a museum. We did this. We did that. And then that's not what you're about to do. Okay, that's and not. Then, that. And then yeah. we fucked, yo. That's not. That's like, not. And that shit was Natasha so like, yo, dope. I'm out. 
instead of you being jealous, you're actually happy for him because you love him that much. And you're secure enough to know that he's not leaving you because that's how me and my wife feel about each other. As dope as that day was. Okay, so not only are they having these things with other people and you're having something with another woman, you guys come home and like discuss it, like your experiences and stuff? If we're not talking about it, why are we married? Why are we together? Why are we best friends? Oh, that's true. I agree. If, no, that's if, a lot. if communication it is, is a lot, like, but uh, we found some shit that works. <laughs> exactly. Oh. It is a lot. Amen. Amen. So, so you... compersion is feeling happiness for that instead of jealousy. Okay. And that's some shit. That's love if you think about it. That's some shit that would Because someone else's up. happiness makes you happy. It makes you happy. For those that want a relationship <laughs> like that, right? Like okay. a, a marriage like that, or mm-hmm. whatever. How do you how did you start or how did she start that conversation? Like what did you say you was like Extremely i want to see other people yeah like i if anything i wouldn't start off like that i would probably start exclusive if we're like two three years in i'm like all right ya hay confianza like now no but how I do you tell your is. partner that like yo quiero estar con otra mujer i want to be with other women or i want to be with other guys. story or, do you want the story i'll try please. to make it a quick i'm trying way. to yeah. tell you long listen. story short how is it for those long, that want long story short look we cheated on each other i was raised to fucking cheat mm. my mom when she found out that i did like girls this and one like quick i didn't know i didn't know that that was the story. Was okay. a you wanted the story. I cheated all the fucking time. Oh, After shit. the seventh grade, Carlos was always somewhat popular. Not that I could bag any chick, but there was always some chick I could bag. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I was never that dude without a chick to bag. You know what okay. I'm saying? Some of us, unfortunately, go through that. Right. Now, I've always been a fucking cheat. Okay. And my mom would love that shit because that mean I she wasn't gay. Play. You know what I mean? Like, hi, okay. Calito. Yes, another one. My mom has three master's degrees, by the way. And still, That's you know what I mean? Oh, like, nice. I'm still, right? still on some, like, toxic <laughs> shit somewhat. <laughs> anyway, so the point is, look, we cheat on each other. I cheat on her. She feeling neglected, right? She's feeling like, fuck you. She doesn't want to get away from me. And I find out she's cheating on me. She found some Dominican dude, Immortal Flame, I remember. Some fucking <laughs> rapper is <laughs> well anyway i still make fun of it till today Immortal flame. anyway so um the point is we find out i found out she's cheating on me we blow up at each other i get jealous we sit down and we have a conversation we have a conversation and the conversation is ranging from why do people cheat can you cheat on somebody and still love on or love them is that cliche that if you cheated on me you don't love me is that really true wow we really had these yes, conversations it's a fucking cliche yes you can cheat on somebody you love at least that's what we believe okay and we talked about this for a while and the thing was both of us theoretically theoretically believed in non-monogamy, believed in polyamory. It's just that in practice, it's totally different because you need to deal with that jealousy. You need to deal with the actuality. So what happened was we were like, you know what? We're going to try this. We don't want to break up. Mm-hmm. We okay. do love each other. So the love was stronger than... The love was stronger than the hate we are feeling. We tried it, but then what happened was we started seeing each other and not talking about it. And that was almost just as bad. We were seeing each other and acting as if we were cheating on each other. And then she did some of the most cliche, stereotypical shit that she could do, but it saved our relationship. And what I mean by that is a lot of the times that dude, uh, dudes are into some kinky shit or trying to spice up the relationship. Yo, go get They do it friend. wrong. They go do get, it wrong. Go get yeah. Natasha. What's up? I want to like be <laughs> Natasha. You know what I mean? Like, you know, that that's always like the go-to. Mm-hmm. Why? Because dudes want to fuck and they don't want you to have another dick. Because mm-hmm. that's threatening. But you know what? Another pussy? Oh, I'm down with that shit. So she started reaching out. Like, she started, like, getting us dates. Like, Tinder dates and stuff. And we started going out on dates with chicks. Really cool. Both open-minded of you. chicks. Uh-huh. Yeah, threesome dates. Oh, and nice. And then we would end up... I've heard of those. Yeah. We would go out on dates. And little by little, we started more and more. And then I started to ask myself that same question. Wait a second. If she's willing to do this for me, and I know that she likes penis way more than pussy. Right. And she should. She's bisexual, but to be honest with you, it's tilted. (laughs) More on the male side. Way more to male. You (laughs) know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. it's like... You know, like women are appetizers, or mm-hmm. you know, like friend friends. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like kiss, it's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like you know, like that's some you know fucking side dish. Um, <laughs> so I was thinking, like you know, if she's willing to do this for me, because what really what she was doing, it wasn't all about the kink, even though there was kink involved. Okay. It was about doing things together. 
It was yeah. about experiencing things together. And I asked her, because she's much more social than I am, I asked her, I was like, yo, why don't you look for a couple? Like, I'm, you know, I'd be, you know, I don't know what I'd be comfortable with, but like, I'm down You're talking to try. Like, I'm willing to try. You're talking like swinging? I, you, a swinging is a word you can put for it. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you don't so like weird. labels, okay? Right. No labels. Let's not label it then. Let's not label but, um, it. But yeah, and we went out with this couple and we, we liked the couple <laughs> and we ended up having a really good night with them. Actually, they invited some other couple that we ended up like three couples hanging out in one night. Oh, nice another show for what we did that night but the point is we had a lot of fun they invited us to this club like a swingers club you could call it like orgy we don't put a label mm-hmm. it's kind of like an orgy it okay. is an orgy but the thing is it's a totally like consensual orgy meaning oh. like you go there and this one floor of party meaning like event music food blah blah but it's not like second floor is the orgy but you have to get like invited to those you know you can't just like pull men, up to it men can't go alone you have to go in couples so like let's say I was there with my wife like even if we were in the party I couldn't go upstairs to where the sex was being had without, without, without my her. wife yeah okay but so, Women can go up there? Yes, alone. Okay. Because women, <laughs> the sexism. Because even though women do rape in society, it's just not the same numbers. You know what I mean? Right? <laughs> Yo, I cannot. Like, <laughs> I can't keep up with this episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're the best. I but, uh, but no, no, just to, just to to finish it off, like, you know, we started going out to this club and then that got gross to us after a little while because, you know, like you start seeing the same people and mm-hmm. you start thinking about things like this and yeah. whatever. And then, like, you know, it's... 12 years later that we're together it's been a long time she's in her mid-30s um we kind of reverted to just dating different people you know what i mean and we come home and we talk about it with each other you know what i mean like but what's what's the thing i don't understand is like what what is it about like dating other people i have no questions i get it i i <laughs> Like, I don't get it because I, I feel like I can, like, once I find that person, because that's what I find. But once I find that person, I feel like it will be the right person, you know, that traditional weird shit. No, but, like, Natasha, I'm going to die with them. It's like you but said, like, there's too many people in this world. I understand so, like, that, but once I get married, there's not too many people in this world. This is it. <laughs> this is you know what I mean? Never, never that's probably my mindset right anymore. now. But if, I know, but, like. I don't know. I've heard stories where there are couples that can literally, they still have butterflies till this day. Well, I don't te- know what they've been through. I don't know if they've been doing this on the low, too. Technically, <laughs> like they have. Technically, <laughs> being monogamous is like an unnatural form of living. We just, like, because society deems it as like the majority. Maybe, no, I understand maybe that, population saying, got so out of hand. Like, looking for more than what your partner is giving you or like what they. Maybe it's what you need. Like, for example, That's what he... I'm, I'm definitely leaning towards Stephanie now, then. <laughs> no, but maybe, like. <laughs> <laughs> you got the joke. You got the joke. We won. Would you rather? Would you rather? I didn't get it. <laughs> it's more ethical. We'd be cheating on your boyfriend. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I completely look at how she didn't get it. You didn't get it. You got it right away. I never, I never get it though. I mean, I'm not innocent. Yeah, no, but like, like I was saying, uh, damn, what was I saying? I lost my thing. <laughs> you were saying I was asking why, like, look more than what's in the marriage. Like, why do you have to look to other like, for people? example, he doesn't do the whole like romantic kind of thing. She has someone who does that for her. Okay, so like okay. basically the needs that you don't get from one partner, you can get from the other. Okay. Or Kinda the thing. fact that she likes to peg dudes up the butt, and I don't like it up my butt. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there's all kinds of things. I agree. There's all I agree. kinds of things. You know, it's real popular nowadays. Yeah, I, 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 one of our especially. listeners was asking that. That like, was one of our first. Like, would you? What is it? Put yourself in my shoes, mm. because he liked that, but he didn't know how to tell his partner who he's been with. Who, yeah. They celebrated like two years together, by the way. I feel like we are part of that relationship, so shout out to them. Uh, he know he know who he is, yeah, but yeah. he didn't know how to approach it or tell her about it so that they can still be together and he can have his needs met. So She's talked and to it me about out. that. She's talked to me about men that got crazy, like like that that were really relieved and felt more open around her mm-hmm. because they talked about that and she was like, hell yeah, fuck you. Um, and, <laughs> and and that they have gone through whatever time they've been living or dealing with their sexuality, hiding that from partners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. imagine, you know, we talk about all this shame around sexuality and all this stuff, like 
there's dudes out there, you know what I mean, that like certain things. Yeah. Like, I like I like getting my ass eaten. <laughs> it's just that I'm too small. I just can't have things in my ass. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, <laughs> just. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I feel like there's a lot of people that have. It's not. I don't even consider it fetishes. It's just things that you're into sexually. Yeah. I think, I don't know. Yeah, but getting pegged in our community, Yo, we in have the like Dominican s- community, they go, yeah, just like getting pegged. Yeah. <laughs> I like a big strap yeah. on and getting it's hard. Plowed, it's hard know? to open but up that girl. conversation. You know, but- <laughs> <laughs> it's a girl doing it, so it's safe. It's, it's okay. Damn, we haven't even gotten to our track. We have like seven more minutes left. Go ahead, go ahead. Long story wanna- short, I'm let's sorry. do our fun facts. No, this is a great episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, First fun episode. fact, these are from Uber Facts, by the way. Y- yeah, I know we love them. So uh, did you know that the average American couple has sex for 69 minutes per week? You see what I'm saying? 69, 69? minutes per week for seven days. So <laughs> 69 out of all the numbers. Just blowing each other. So let look. So, <laughs> <laughs> so like 9.85 minutes per day, if it's every day. Or 17.25 minutes every other day. So I guess like four days a week. Or if it's three days a week, then it's like 23 minutes every day for three days. That's really like, who does this math and who keeps in like... I did that math. I did that math. (laughs) Because I wanted to. I was curious. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a second. You timed yourself? No, we got questions. (laughs) No, I took the 69 minutes and I divided it like per every other day or per three days. (laughs) You timed yourself. (laughs) (laughs) So last fun fact, people who love grilled cheese sandwiches tend to have more sex and are more likely to donate to charity. (laughs) And they're more... Wait, they're more likely to travel as well. And so, this is a so, fun fact. Yeah. So Real people who cheese sandwiches. So people who eat, yo, that's crazy because I used to have that for breakfast. I love grilled cheese. Sandwiches. All right, I got a fun fact. People that are openly polyamorous and non-monogamous deal with less sexually transmitted diseases because they're actually getting tested more often and they're actually talking to their partners about it because Communication. they're already pro-sexual. Yeah. Oh, I would agree then. When you, when I kind of agree with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah when you come with, with those that. arguments, no, it's a, it's a fact. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right, or not? All right, all right. Okay, <laughs> you don't have to agree with it. I'm just letting you know. Damn. Do you want to talk about one of our trending topics, like Bill Cosby being released after all those like rape allegations? Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, how do you feel about that? No, wait, not that. How I feel about that? Not that. No, you don't have to say about that. Um, how do you feel about? I guess rape in the second degree and the third degree being like having statute of limitations so just not bill cosby just like the yeah just the like rape in general itself, the when, situation itself i think uh, second degree you can get like five to 20 years and third degree you get like five to ten okay so, bill so cosby i guess to prosecute bill cosby was mostly second or third because he was drugging women right? yeah mm-hmm. i got drugged once by a woman it's funny because I'm like trying to make Like kind of thing? Yo, B, she gave me fucking... Um, Wait, what? She gave me alcohol and yeah, I got raped, yo. I got raped by Ida. Yeah, it's so funny too because it's not funny. <laughs> Rape isn't a funny conversation. But the thing was, since she like spoke like this and Ida, all my friends would make fun Was of that me. her name? Or... she said that I got raped. They said that I got raped by a man. Oh um, my God. Nah, Ida was just this really kind of androgynous, like Puerto Rican chick from the Lower East Side. And she had like a thing for me. But she had like fake boobs and she was like a little bit taller than me. And because I'm a pretty small man, like, you know, I'm average height for the American. I guess, connection. yeah. I'm 5'9". But still, I'm pretty thin and shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like an inch taller than me. I was, I was always a little like 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 intimidated by her because you know men that are shorter than women like feel funny or whatever um <laughs> nah man it's true i agree yeah. i mean I that's why i'm laughing for women themselves like it's just weird to- i'm 5'8 which is not common and i feel like men who are like five feet or like five six they'll they'll just look at me like this and be like yo exactly. <laughs> but it gets weird. on your nerves at the same time doesn't it but i'm i'm used to it at this point like i'm taller than most of my brothers kind of thing and I grew like I'm the only girl I have my brothers but dating so is like, different it's like a well yeah dating date. is different but I wouldn't date someone who's who's yeah. shorter yeah. than me because I like heels so I'm not gonna be like six feet like taller and then way taller. yeah I gotcha. so you know like um she used to always kick it to me. Matter of fact, she was one of these chicks. Uh, it's normally white chicks when I'm like on my little soapbox talking about history. Or so you've met her more than once. I met her more than once. She was um, the she was the cousin of my ex roommate's girlfriend. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. So she, they used to come over a lot, and she's just. Carlos, oh like, like, like this. Be like, yo, what's up, Carlos? Like, and I'd be like, no, no, I got a girlfriend. No, no, got this. No, no, got that. No, Damn. Got this. One so time, long story short, she ruled for you because you kept saying no, kind of thing. Yo, long story short, we went out to a club. Every time I turned around, she was like, I got a drink for you. Oh, drink. Okay. You a pussy, bro. Drink. 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 <laughs> Natasha does that. Like, drink. What's wrong with you? Drink. Drink. Yo, I don't rule for people. When she said well, Natasha no. does that, yeah, that's not no. what she meant. No, yeah, yeah, no. She I is not. the type of person that yeah. makes you drink. Yeah. She, yeah. But in front of your face. Then, then <laughs> I woke up. It. Then I woke up in a cab with her st- stuffing her finger down my throat. So you could throw she up. She gave me a fucking no. Oh. She put a pill down my fucking mouth. She gave me an ecstasy. I was gonna which, like, I did that too, but not. I didn't do that. Which ecstasy yeah. doesn't necessarily make you horny. It just makes you sensitive to touch, which oh. are two different things. But the point was, then I wake up again fucking her no no i'm not fucking her i mean my dick was hard but you know that that doesn't mean anything though like, <laughs> it's, the it's the morning it's the morning you know women it's been recorded that women have very some women not all women but that it's been recorded that women have very intense orgasms getting raped it's not because they're liking it it's because of the intensity of the moment it's because of like different fucking shit going on okay not because oh my god this shit is fucking great you know what i mean so what i'm saying is like i didn't give any fucking consent for her to be fucking me i didn't give any consent for her to be fucking me without a condom but how long ago was this because if it's like five to twenty years it's like 20 years ago Damn, and you wouldn't like you you weren't ago. leading her on in any way. Hell no. So uh, so like she didn't you? get any hints of like he wants this. No, which so, is like regardless, even if you got the hints, you don't yeah. don't do that. Don't no. put those. Like you know how murder, arson, and kidnapping at least in New York, there's not a statute of limitations. Would you want rape to not have one? In your case, so that you you can be able to like. I totally this. acknowledge that it probably didn't hit me the same way that it hit other that it hits other people in different situations. Mm-hmm. Um, I was raised to say that that was something good that happened to me, that that was you know that that I'm supposed to be wanting sex. Oh. I'm the man. I'm doing the penetration, especially. There so, are a lot of people who believe like men can't get raped. Which yeah, is that's true. So bizarre, and, but and that's what I'm trying to say. But I almost <laughs> understand it in terms of being raised like. That didn't cause me trauma where I woke up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat or I cry constantly. It's something that I say as kind of a joke, but Mm -hmm. there's a serious part to it that is talking about consent and talking about the fact that, no, you know what? Sometimes dudes do get raped. By women, women, not only because... They and think, not only they by think, men. Yeah, they think that it's only by men, but by women too. Yeah. Exactly. So I don't, I don't mean to bring that up as a joke. It's just that when I think about the the Bill Cosby thing, I don't know. I don't really have a, a, a an opinion. You know I what I mean? I just think there like, shouldn't be a statute of limitations on rape because sometimes it takes, like for example, you said it happened twenty years ago, and you're talking about it now. What if you've never talked about it before, or you talked about it the next day? Like it's just levels to this. Sh- yeah. Some some people just are open about it, yeah. same day kind of thing. Some people it takes time for them to come out of their shell. Some people don't even realize that it's rape. Because, yeah, or again, like your family. Well, the way you were raised is like yeah. yeah so exactly. that's not rape. Yeah, that's for, a good thing. for me, I don't think rape should have a statute of limitations. It should go hand in hand with like murder, yeah. arson, kidnapping, because you still have to live with that kind of torture every day like some people don't get over that some no, people commit yeah, suicide yeah. some people Everyone don't go to the therapy experience. no you're right i continued having sex with her because I after was like, the, fact. the fuck but knowingly like, you continue yeah knowingly okay because i was like all right it's, it's fucking they told you that it was okay it and happened. it was right it happened and she comes over often so whatever till this day no oh no no i meant i meant like <laughs> back right then okay time, 20 like, years ago <laughs> natasha totally acknowledge that a lot of that trauma wasn't present in terms of that experience but in terms of like not giving consent for some shit that happened yeah you know what i mean okay. that's well, all i meant by that <clears throat> this was such a great episode. you need to come back yeah <laughs> you told me shit for booked, real yeah we should have told booked two you hours. i talked too much we love that. How was your first experience on a podcast, by the it way? It was good. I like y'all. I would, <laughs> I would love to come back if maybe you wanted to focus me a little bit better on a specific subject. Yeah. Because that's the thing. I 
I talk for a living. I'm an educator, and I'm not an educator in the DOE where I need to teach math. I'm mm -hmm. an educator at museums where I can talk pretty much anything. Okay, not anything, Broad but subject. a lot of the shit I love. You yeah. know what I mean? So, which is what we want. That's why we named it Talk Your Shit. Like we don't want to focus on anything specific. Yeah. Like if anybody wanted even to come here and talk about sports, we were down. Like I don't <laughs> Yo, know about sports. She does. Shout out to the Suns who have the Western Conference Finals. B. All right. See? Uh, maybe the Bucks might win this one on the Eastern. I and I want to see that. I no, I want I want the Suns to win overall, but I want the Suns and the Hawks to go at it because they're both young teams. You know, Trey Young is twenty two, uh, Devin Booker is twenty four. So again, her they... if I can, yo. she's no, the one I want. No, can we? I'm sorry. He's like, I'm sorry. Can we? Can we be friends without that? <laughs> yes. So no, this, but, but it'll be easier if we fuck. No, no I'm, just kidding. I'm kidding. It's because of the episode. <laughs> Yo, this one left quick. Yo, so stay tuned. That conversation was Chinese to me. <laughs> like I said, but I am down to sit here and listen to y'all go off. Like, I don't have no <laughs> I listen to boss words, but yeah. anybody could come on. That's why we chose Talk Your Shit, because, like, everybody could talk about anything. Whatever yeah. comes to mind, let's do it. Whatever we should. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you so much for listening, guys. Uh, Shout out to y'all for celebrating two years with us. If you're a new listener, hi, hey y'all. Hopefully this is not your last episode. And hopefully we talked about topics that you've never heard of that are like taboo kind of thing and people are too scared to talk about. And I know that um, Carlos has more to say, so we're definitely going to have him back. Yeah, we're going to have him back. He's... We just met, by the way. <laughs> this is the first yeah, time I can't we tell what we did. <laughs> Shout so, out to this. <laughs> make sure you follow us at Talkie Pod on Instagram, on Twitter, our personal accounts at StephanieMX3. Barkasel. Do you have any... Uh, Figs173, or you can just Google my name, Carlos Jesus Martinez Dominguez. Okay, <laughs> and we're also going to leave it Yes. Shout out to our producer who couldn't be here today, Gabriel. We love you, Natasha's brother. Um, Sneaker Talk Club, too. Yes, yes. Follow, follow Sneaker, Sneaker Talk, Talk Club. Club. You know, women can get in, kind of sh But tune in, all right? If you're a guy, <laughs> tune in. I'm really hurt. <laughs> um... Follow uh, Gabriel's, you know, video producer videography Ghana, um, yep. pages at Learn Filmmaking, at Producer Ghana, at Ghana Pictures, at Elephant Network. Oh, wow, I remembered all, all four of them. I'm really proud. Shout out to Gabriel. Yeah. And remember that we talk our shit now, so you can talk your shit later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>